All right. Ready, guys? <laughs> yeah, if I don't look like Beyonce, mm-hmm. we already know what to do with this footage. <laughs> um, all right, New York. We are back for another episode of Mamish and Why. I am your host, Sana and Why, here this evening. My co-host Marlo is out for the count because on some real mom shit, all seven of her babysitters called out. So y'all already know how that happens. Um, but I am super excited to welcome for the very first time uh, Miss Mars Lovejoy. And I am going to describe her as an entrepreneur and woman of the world. <laughs> I like that <laughs> <laughs> because you do so many things that I really wasn't sure how right. to um, summarize. But I'll just touch on a few things that you have done um, because you are you're not even 30 yet. You're 26. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. 26. Um, and you have had your you know, your time in the fashion industry. You've been a model. You've been a musician. You are now working on figuring out how to work with major brands and I guess push them towards like a more socially responsible path. Yeah. Um, and then you're also pregnant with your first baby. Yes. You're our first pregnant guest. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's surprising. Should, yeah. Yeah. We're actually so. Um, and, and I want to be able to talk to like people at all different stages of parenthood. Mm-hmm. So. So you don't even have like some of the stories that some of us have yet, but you have mm-hmm. the, the pregnancy experience. Mm-hmm. So. You're also a newlywed. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm like telling you what you are. Yep. You're also a newlywed. You're all, you <laughs> Tell were born me more here. about me. <laughs> um, grew up in, wait, born in, in, in Minneapolis. In Minneapolis. Um, grew up in San Diego, Los Angeles, and I've been in New York for eight years now. I was born in San Diego. Oh, really? Yeah. What part of San Diego did you live in? Um, All over. Okay. I went to, I went to high school for a year and Del Mar, but I grew up everywhere. Okay. My family's in National City now. So I guess I want to just dive right into your experience so far being pregnant. Did you, because you're, you're, you're way younger than Marlene and I were when we had our kids, right? So we had our kids in our mid thirties. Um, did you always want to be a mom? Yes, but I oh. thought I would, um, I really thought I would be a younger mom. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah. My mom got pregnant with me at 21 and was a single mother. And she made it, even though I know it wasn't, she made it look really easy. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of, she's she's my idol. Um, so I just, as a young, like as a young girl, like marriage was not in my world. But having kids was and um, how how does that work Mar- marriage because your mom was a single mom but definitely having kids because you were like she's a super power yeah and I, I loved kids I'm an only child okay. and so I think um I naturally gravitated towards kids just at a very young age I mean by probably around like seven or eight like I was I had babies on my hips and changing diapers. Oh, so you were that girl and you were like playing with babies because I was that was yeah. not me. Yeah, that was me. Okay. Yeah. 
And that you you always wanted to babysit? Um, I didn't really babysit that much. Um, but I I I've raised a lot of children. Okay. <laughs> um, and so maybe like I mean, I guess I did babysit, but it would be like we would be out at the mall or mm-hmm. like, you know, we would go places. I wasn't like sitting at ho- the house like babysitting. So you kids. always had mom vibes. Yeah. And you're a Taurus. I feel like Taurians are probably the most like maternal out of all of the signs Hmm. i never thought about it i was raised by a taurus mom so (laughs) even though that was tough in and of itself but Mm -hmm. she was very motherly yeah i can't say like my mom had like wet naps always extra jackets yeah like extra kleenex snacks she had like the crazy mom bag and that's probably gonna yeah it's probably gonna be they've been calling me mama mars since high school that's so funny that's hilarious that was definitely not me i i i think i'm still surprised that i'm even a mom (laughs) um so you're so walk us through i guess kind of like your fashion career because how did you get into modeling and i always find it interesting when moms become models because i'm sorry models become mothers because it almost seems like society creates a very defined line between those two worlds, right? In one world, you know, you're you're selling your sort of aesthetic self and you're marketed and, and you know, you're kind of like this young, sexy, hot thing. And then all of a sudden you become a mom and you're not that anymore. But I think the new wave of women in in the fashion industry in modeling are really changing that and mm-hmm. showing which I love mm-hmm. you know and I, I think so many of us love because they're showing like wait a minute like I'm still fly like I'm yeah. still sexy I'm still all these things so how did you get into modeling and how has pregnancy I don't know shifted that at all for you um I started modeling when I was five mm-hmm. um my mom got me into modeling and um it was something that I really one of the only things that I um, that I stuck with. Like okay. I was that kid that my mom kind of just like let me do whatever I want. And mm-hmm. far as like as far as like, um, you know, choosing extracurricular activities. But I never really stuck with any of them. I just okay. got like good at one and then like went on to the next one. So you tried um, sports or you tried like music. Yeah, I was music super, tom- su- super tomboy. Um, did the sports, did the music, the performing arts, um, all of that. But I never really mastered any of them at a young age um but modeling was something that I kind of carried um carried uh for about 10 years and what like drew you to modeling um you like really it was like my mom's thing at first um and like uh, everywhere we went people like oh you should get her into modeling and so you know we were already in southern california really close to la Mm -hmm. um i first signed with la models and that wasn't really working out and then just by sheer luck i got scouted at a restaurant okay um were you with your mom yeah yeah and um we um then it was like and was your mom like definitely like one of those moms that was like watching out for you was going with you everywhere was making sure yeah yeah she was a for sure you said you momager. Had an, an ex, oh a momager because yeah. you had a, a positive experience with modeling yeah, yeah yeah um really positive and um yeah my mom i did the whole i did commercials and campaigns and um it was great. And, you know, I'm already I was already like a really uh, 
personable child. Mm -hmm. Um, I was pretty easygoing and like really independent. Um, and probably because I was just, I kind of had to be, I was the only one I was my, like me and my mom were kind of growing up together. Yeah. Um, what's your mom's sign? I'm curious. She's an Aries. Okay. Yep. She's, um, April 7th. Okay. And, um, yeah, my mom, like, God bless her soul. Like she saved all my checks. Some of them she would match herself and save for me. Yes, mama. Um, Original 401k yeah. matcher. Yes, that's yeah. I'm all about that. Um, and then my checks started becoming too big. So she's like, all right, chill. Right, right. You're good. You're good. Um, and she sa- put it all in a savings account for me. And then when I had turned 18, I was able to pay for my film school and I was able to live and, um, yeah, I um but around my teen years, um when I started like rebelling and doing bad shit and getting tatted, like mm-hmm. then I was done with modeling for that time being. When was your first tattoo? I was 14. Um I'm trying to remember mine. Yeah. Yeah, 14. And then What'd the you like, get? little ones. I got <laughs> I got my like my mom our birth sign, which is a diamond, and I got her birthday and her initials cuz I was like, "Oh, well, if I get caught, it'll be about my mom and she won't be mad. She won't be you, right?" Yeah. That, <laughs> that was my thinking. Um, <laughs> did you did you still get like a shoe thrown at you or No, no shoes. Um, no spanking like my mom's we didn't we didn't do that. She had a tone of voice and that was it okay that's all she needed um no and i I kind of i prolonged it It, she didn't find out until i was 16 okay i had a couple more and like the one on the back of my neck is supposed to look like hannah because i wasn't trying to get caught like i thought i was slick okay um my mom cried actually did she did yeah i did because honestly like i could count on my hands how many times i've seen my mom cry yeah she's not a crier mom's like that's fire right there she's not a crier yeah um She's like very super level headed, like communicative. And so when she cried, I was like heartbroken. But I was like, but mom, I'm still going to get more. Like, I'm glad you know now. Oh, you were like you were like feeling yourself like you were feeling like a grown little like a little person. And I was being honest. I was like, well, I'm not I'm glad this is out and I'm sorry that you feel this way. But wipe your tears, mom. I'm coming (laughs) back with a full sleeve next summer. Yeah. So then I got my knuckles when I was 18 and she was um, I mean, now she loves them. Like I have her port, like a like a very artistic portrait of her on my stomach, and she like looks at it and like shows it off. Oh, and so she, now, now she's, she's like, proud. yeah, now she's proud. And you know, when you're a mom, like you don't know if your children are gonna one succeed, and like you know, things like tattoos or piercings or whatever, those can be um, those can be like barriers or, well you know. especially at one time I yeah. mean for sure I, now it's a little different but I definitely yeah. think that those worries come from a certain place because yeah. I think that I, I'm not sure how your how old your mother is my mother's in her 60s and I know that at one point when I was getting pierced or tatted I know she was very worried about that yeah. like em, employment possibilities yeah. Which is a real worry. Yeah, and I yeah. get it. And even even now, like even though tattoos are like, you know, kind normal. of accepted. Mm-hmm. I mean, not in China because they just like 
banned tattoos dun, from dun, TV. Dun. <laughs> yeah. But, dun, dun, dun. but um, you know, I, under- all the I understand. I understand. They do in China. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And not worry about uh-huh. fucking tattoos. Yeah. Um, but that's just my Western privilege thinking. <laughs> um, so you got all all these tattoos, you like you know, put your big girl panties on and was like, mom, I'm about to get more tattoos. So deal with that shit. Mm-hmm. See, now I have to say, like, if your mom was like a Latin mom, she might have thrown something heavy and metal at your face. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like my mom javelined me one time with a crutch <laughs> randomly because I was trying to be fresh. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy that that never yeah. happened. And so you, there was no hitting in your household. No, um, my mom spanked me like twice. And then... I think she felt bad. Um, and because it was just you two. Yeah, it was just us. And like we like I said, like I've I, I, I was really independent, like mm-hmm. doing things um, like on my own a lot. Okay. Um, so I think it was just more of like, let's have a conversation about this. Mm-hmm. Um and that's like what, yeah. what are they calling that now? That's like gentle parenting. But she was doing that naturally yeah. and not even before there was like yeah. a name to it and don't get me wrong like my mom's not a punk like she, like yeah she's letting you have it yeah mm-hmm. but um but we didn't it wasn't even when i told her like mom i'm gonna get more it wasn't like me being disrespectful i yeah. was like trying to prepare her kind okay. of <laughs> like okay. and, you know like she has a couple tattoos and my dad has tattoos and i'm like look like wait your mom you has know, tattoos and she didn't want you to have tattoos yeah but I mean, I was also like, Mom, I was on your young. side for like five minutes. Yeah. Okay. But 14 <laughs> might be a little I, bit. Yeah, it was young. But, um, you know, and so I we, we have a, uh, I mean, my teenage years, I was a little bitch, um, you know, kind of wilding out. But um, overall, Were you sassy? Like, Were you like the one that was like. I'm not coming home for curfew. Um, I didn't even really have have curfew. Like I look back and talk with my best friends and stuff. And I mean, my mom was living her own life. Like she was like traveling and doing her thing. She went on vacation while you were a kid. Yeah. Yo, I that's like my one. I used to see that shit on movies and I'm like, mommy, why you don't go on vacation? Why don't you go somewhere? My mom was out. Like my mom. So where would you stay? Um, like with family or friends or like we we she lived a whole separate life and like and still lived like the life for me mars i gotta tell you you had a really lovely childhood because there were children across the country (laughs) praying every day (laughs) that their parents would go away like every day like you don't want to go on a date (laughs) like you don't want to go to the supermarket my mom was was going out on dates like her girlfriends would be at the crib like she would be out um like my like in high school she would be up in her room or like out somewhere and like my best friends like lived with me basically for high school was going to be on your side now but now i'm on your mom's side because you really had no reason to be bad ever like i mean (laughs) that sounds amazing yeah no and and you're you're right but it's just like those hormones like when you're a raging teenager like i was getting in fights like i was i was wilding out and then we moved to la and then i didn't know anybody Mm -hmm. so then i kind of calmed down Mm -hmm. um we lived a couple blocks from the beach so i just didn't really i wasn't like super bad i just didn't go to school okay what was it about school that bugged you everything 
structure <laughs> teachers structure teachers and just like yeah because i would i would you strike me as a person that would want to like learn something new you know no just this whole ac- like uh, this whole academia. like academic wave i'm i'm surprised um at myself that i'm like back in school and loving it mm-hmm. because i wasn't that girl okay Mm-mm. i was like smoking weed by the beach and hanging out yeah like my teachers had and and i was smart and my teachers knew that and i liked my teachers and they liked me but um they would like beg me to come to class mm-hmm. like i had one teacher who would bring like breakfast for me like look mars you need to come to class i'm gonna have breakfast ready for you and just and show still, up and you were like i just sometimes i would i would show up for his class and then yeah. leave after his class yeah um you know when you when you live in california especially southern california like a couple blocks from the beach and you're in high school it's like high school at the beach right like it's you're not just a not hard to be inside. <laughs> like you're just not trying to be yeah. inside these doors yeah and so well i mean now fast forward all these years later like you graduated you just got your aa mm-hmm. right congratulations mm-hmm. and you. now you're back in school yeah. city college for your bachelor's uh-huh. for your bachelor's Mm-hmm. So like now you're in school. I'm laughing yeah, yeah. because you were the badass kid. Yeah, yeah. And now you're like, I now love this I education like, shit. Get my PhD. Yeah, yeah. What so, do you think changed for you? I mean, just growing up, maturity. I think I think um really um because growing up, my mom when my mom was pregnant with me, she had like a semester or two left to finish her whole um like BA Mm -hmm. and she didn't go back for like 20 years. And then she finally went back. She got her BA um, now. And then she's like done other, like she's like went through this Montessori program and she's like, she can be a Montessori school teacher. Um, She did a culinary educator. Is that, was that was she? No. Okay. Nope. That's just something that um, she applied for a grant and got, um, she won it good um, for her she's like done a culinary like a raw vegan culinary um oh program. you take after your mom with all of like these different yeah. kind of where you yeah. pull from the world and, yeah. and pull them into like she's about to start her master's degree yes mom yes, so like i, I think it. seeing that and then also like the same with her mom she, my, my grandma got her phd when she was like 70 okay so like seeing like, cause I, like, I would be like, you didn't finish college. Like, why should I finish? Why should I go to college? Mm-hmm. And then she finished college. And then I saw like firsthand. And I think a lot, you know, I think a lot of us, like we look at our parents a lot for guidance mm-hmm. and, um, and, you know, or not, you know, like, or my father who I love, like his mistakes, I've like been so sure not to make because okay. he made them okay. so even that is like guidance like through his own mistakes mm-hmm. so um so once she kind of like showed me um that she could do it I'm like oh, okay and I I think um I think school is like the way that it's structured is not for everybody I think a I lot of times you need to like go out and live and travel and then go come back to school. Like, so you have a purpose because if you're, I was in film school after high school and I, I wish I didn't go. I I wasted all that money. You feel like it was a waste of money. And I wasn't, I was like half there. Mm -hmm. And if I, if I would like go now, I would be so into it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 
So and not every you know my best friend she's like straight went got a full scholarship graduated she's in law school now right. like you know some people are designed that way right I agree so I think it's a very Western thing that we expect our kids which I think thinking about it now it sounds kind of crazy I just spent two two weeks in Mexico and I got the opportunity to to talk to um, a young girl who was in her sophomore year in high school and she was you know, just being put under the pressures of high school girls. I used to be a counselor. Okay. So, um, and sometimes that'll come out in me, mm -hmm. but I find it interesting that we expect kids in the United States to decide what they want to do for the rest of their life at like 17 or 18. And it, it's a little crazy. Or it's just start younger. Right. Like in Cuba, like by the time you're five or six, you need to know what you want to do. Right. And right. like, and then they push you. So right. like, there's why there's so many amazing musicians and dancers and doctors because they're like, look, you don't have it like that. Right. Like you need to start early. Right. So I think that's a, the, you know, one thing like one, one of my um, hopes uh, for like my child and children, um, I really want to push them to like pick one or two things and really just stick with it. And you're going to drive them home. Just stick with it. Yeah. Because like if I had that structure when I was younger, I think maybe, it, maybe I would have been different in mm -hmm. school, mm -hmm. but, um, and I'm not like, I'm not mad at how like how it all turned out, but um, I think it's so important. Like children just need structure and routine, whether they know it or not. Yeah. Um, so agreed. And so how do you I don't know. How do you is that how you plan to Well, you said children? You want to have more than one baby? Girl, I'm trying to have like five. Are you? I want a big family. I will talk to you after your first labor. <laughs> I will call you yeah. after. Yeah. I will call you afterwards. Yeah. Because I think I wanted the same too. Mm. And how, and you have one or two? I have, I have one. One. Mm -hmm. Pump the brakes. Mm -hmm. I have one. Mm -hmm. I would like another one. But it's a lot. No, I know. I know it is. But that's why I'm like. It's a lot more. It's like. Here's the thing. I feel like you, everyone knows it's a lot. And then it's like miles more yeah. a lot than you, than yeah. you, once you're there, you're yeah. like, oh shit, like this is a lot. Yeah. Um, and it's not like in a certain time where you, if you don't, if you are not surrounded by tons of family, like mm -hmm. I could see having five kids if I just have my whole tribe around me mm -hmm. all the time mm -hmm. to help me because mm -hmm. you really do need help. Yeah. But Mm, we'll, we'll see yeah we'll see yeah we will but listen i hope but you you're not the only child right no i'm not mm -mm. see that's why that's i think that you want to make up for last because you have nephews space. and nieces yep, no yep like like it's just me my mom and my dad like that's our you know that's your unit like yeah. you know and it's when they get old and like you big. know like shit like i'm gonna be doing that on my own so <laughs> yeah. i don't want to do that to my kid like you know and i'm saying five and maybe that'll change but like definitely more than one so does your husband want five also does he have any children no okay first baby for both of you guys yeah i think he's down i think um you know he's more like well how are we gonna feed these kids yeah you know yeah. like stuff like that but um 
look, I I tried to get a fish. I was like, look, Simon, let's get a fish. And he went off like, fish is not a pet. Like, da, da, da. we f- somehow came like a fish came into our life shortly thereafter. And he became the fish god. Like he went and bought five more fish. Oh, so he's like, so one of those I'm like, that look, researches like deeply into everything. Like, yeah, like, look, like you didn't want fish. Now you love fish. Right. Like, I think I, I that's like I think that's him. Okay. Okay. So I think he's open to it, but I think once the first, second, like I think he's gonna want more. So married baby all in one year. We were talking about this in our pre interview. Mm-hmm. And I wanna talk a little bit about that because <clears throat> I find that a lot of people, especially women, especially and it makes me kind of sad, women that I know that are that are wonderful, mm-hmm. that are powerhouses. Mm-hmm feel very negatively about love hmm. feel very negatively about maybe n- feeling like they may not ever find somebody mm-hmm. and for you it happened all in one year what's funny is for me it also happened all in one year so I had like baby partner all in one year mm-hmm. um, out of nowhere out of the blue like out of nowhere and I was the last person that ever thought I was gonna ever have a child or settle mm-hmm. down with anybody because I was enjoying my single girl life to like the maximum so I, I guess tell us about how that happened and yeah like how did you just decide okay cool I'm gonna be like a wife and a mom at 26 when people are still like feeling like they need to turn up or I don't know. Like, yeah. how did you feel? Yeah. How did that happen? I feel like that game chose me. Okay. <laughs> um, I didn't necessarily. That's a very West Coast like line right there. I don't feel like I chose that, okay. but, um, but I'm happy that it did. And, um, how, how was Mars pre baby pre husband? Um, she was, she was like, flourishing still but just in a different way i mean i was um i've all i've kind of always been a serial dater okay um i haven't been the most honest in my relationships i've had good really good relationships i've had shitty relationships but kind did of you learn always from all of them yeah i did for mm-hmm. sure um kind of like so even when i was single not really single um wait how are you single and then not really single like i will be single but like then dating or like fucking or you know like um just out there yeah Yeah. so even i wasn't like alone like you know like i just wasn't like a single like how a lot of people would define single like really really single celibate like not fucking with anybody really okay you never had like a space like that not long okay maybe like three months okay max okay but um but it's never been like men women like like i um i feel like i attract a lot of people and um and so it's never been hard for me okay um and i don't know i think um do you think because you're kind of you're very zen it's like hmm. You have a very calming quality about you for <laughs> listeners. I don't know. Like, it's almost like there's like, I don't know, little twinkling lights in here right now. You're very calm. I feel almost a little bit too loud, right? Like, you're very calm in here. I'm like, are we going to meditate after this interview? So maybe that's what it is, that maybe. everyone just feels very at ease. Word. Um, Which is nice. I mean, I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I don't mean yeah. that at all, like critically. I mean yeah. that in a, in a totally, um, 
positive way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like to be comfortable and I like other people to be comfortable. And when other people aren't comfortable around me, then I don't feel comfortable. Right. So maybe it's a selfish thing. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. But, um, but, um, yeah, I, we met, um, and it kind of like, honestly, we were dating uh, 2016 and I wasn't, um, I wasn't taking it really seriously right. even then. Um, who approached who? He, well, we met at a party, um, through a mutual friend and then that was the end of 2015 In 2016, I went to a couple more of his parties. He asked me to DJ and then he approached, he like asked me on a date. He was really trying to ask you on a date, but yeah. then just, yeah, you're like, yeah. <laughs> and then, the, and the date was like, really, it was a, a really, really good spot. Um, we had a great conversation, um, I was attracted to him, but is he from New York? Yeah, he's been? Danish. Danish, okay. Yeah, he's Danish. And Does he have um, an accent? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And um, and he's just like sh- like really sh- like striking, like like very handsome man, mm-hmm. and he has a magazine, and um, he knows a lot of people. I know a lot of people, but I wasn't um. I wasn't like, I'm like, this guy's probably a player and kind of like stereotyping him in my mind, like okay. kind of just filing him away okay. and like, let's see what it is. And, you know, um, but he's um, very easy, breezy, like Torian. Like, I'm just he's not getting to me like whatever. Yeah. Right. He wanted a kiss on the first date. Mm-hmm. I'm like, chill. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think that like, like that kind of like, you know, when somebody tells you no, then you're like, oh, nah. Yeah. I'm going hard. Right. Right. You know right. what you mean? <laughs> No, right. See this good skin, right? Right. So, um, so he's just he. Honestly, he's just like grown, and he's like he's been so a decade old, right? He's thirty six. He's thirty seven. Thirty seven. Okay. Um. He's been sober for many, many years. And I think that um, like being introspective about yourself and being uh, vocal about it, I I think it's just like this maturity that he has, like because we all know age doesn't equal maturity. Right. right. Um, So I think it's really it was really his just like. Him, his clear mindset. especially in New York, where it's very hard to find that um, in New York, I feel. Um, Why do girls say that? Like f- hard to find that in a man or hard to find maturity? No, just hard, just in, in general. Like, okay. yeah, just like people who, because it's such a busy place and mm. there's so much going on. And if you don't take the time for yourself in this city specifically, mm-hmm. like, because there's not it's not like Cali where it's like open space and sunshine and ocean and shit like here it's like it's you're in the you must make your space yeah yeah and so if you don't make your own space then that shit builds up okay and I feel like a lot of people let it build up and Mm -hmm. like don't have a way to let it out or let it go um and he he just does. Okay. Um, he's not busy minded or no. busy. Okay. He's like a very straight focus, and I think that's probably what I needed. I'm sure that was a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so it was just chemistry, and like I I've been smoking weed for so long, um, daily, like multiple times a day, and you know, once we got to a place, he was like, "Look, I really like you. I want to do this with you and see where it goes, but." I don't know if I could date somebody who smokes like you do, you know, because okay. I think that'll mess my whole thing up. Mm-hmm. And 
at that moment i was like well i'll just stop oh okay i think you're worth it and i'm gonna try it out and so i haven't you know and since then like we've been rolling and i'm like a year plus in without smoking weed look at you and so like and how what are your thoughts now about weed smoke that it will slow up your production okay and your productivity Mm -hmm. oh yeah and like when you're a weed smoker you're like i could do this and do whatever and live Mm -hmm. my life and do all these great things we smoke talk yeah for sure yeah and like you once you're like on the other side you see what it is and like since then like there's been so many doors open for me Mm. um and i don't think that would have been the case had i been like high all the time because i wouldn't be able to do all the shit that i'm doing now right right um so yeah, I um I didn't plan this and it's like kind of happened like, you know, really fast, but when you know, you know. And and I always like even even in my dating and like I was always been like a lover, like the people that I dated, like you know, I'm not going to date somebody that I don't feel that I love. Okay. Um but I always knew that like there was something more. Like, I want that, like, shit that people be talking about, mm-hmm. like, fairy tale type shit. And mm-hmm. I, um, and I knew it existed. Do you feel like you have it now? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And not, not, um, I think it's because I'm complete with myself. Mm-hmm. And I, it, like, it came to me at a time where I was, like, ready to make changes in myself and ready to, like, take it to the next level like my education my lifestyle like my mental like everything I was ready for it and so when you're ready and you're like working towards self-improvement and self-love like then good things are going to come to you to like elevate that and I think that you said something very important which is that you you know you saw something that was worth it and you decided to make a shift and I feel like a lot of you know, with this very interesting time right now where it's very, um, I guess, the the quote unquote girl power that has taken over society and social media, which I love. I love I love all of that that's happening. But some of sometimes we start confusing strength with good judgment. Sometimes mm-hmm. we confuse um you know, missing a positive, you know, a positive opportunity where you have to shift to just standing your ground. And I don't think, you know, you could tell that story to anybody because, you know, you are, of a, I keep bringing up your age because I think that, you know, you're, you, uh, you sound very wise. You don't yeah. sound like a 26 year old. <laughs> I, I, you know, your generation, i.e. millennials get so much shit from older folks because, like we just don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about half the time, you know, and and have created a whole alternate universe of social media that we're mm-hmm. like that shit is not even real. That's not real life. Why are we mm-hmm. stressed out about that? Um, but I I love to hear that you know you said that you found some somebody a man and it it doesn't diminish you know how strong you are. It doesn't mm-hmm. diminish um, you know, your, your tenacity to, to be better, to change, to evolve. And, and I think that those are, those are great pointers because a lot of the times, you know, very easily we can be like, well, fuck that. I don't need to change. Like he's Mm -hmm. trying to change me. And, and I mean, 
we can do nothing in life but change. We can do nothing in life but evolve. And like, look how many blessings have come your way. Now, you know, you're happily married and, you know, I hope that you're forever happily married. And now you are, you know, having your first baby, which, Mm -hmm. which, and it's not like, a freak out moment you know it's mm-hmm. a very positive thing mm-hmm. i mean that's fantastic i think mm-hmm. if i would have gotten pregnant at 26 i would <laughs> I, I got pregnant at 34 and i wanted to jump off a bridge like i just <laughs> you know what i mean so the fact that you're getting so many of these wonderful things happening your projects are taking off and people are you know are really connecting with you mm-hmm. like um i think that that's wonderful and i think that you know you've maybe tapped into something that I would like to hear more young women talk about. You know, and kind of going back to the point that you made earlier, just about being pregnant and like the line between modeling. I think um, there for sure is that um, there's that, like that line. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but I never really saw that line. Okay. I'm like, I feel good. I look pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. my stomach is bigger, but um, I'm not gonna. You're give cute, up pregnant myself. right now, Mars. You yeah. you look like you've like swallowed maybe a cantaloupe. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I, and I'm and I'm gonna milk that. Yeah, that's like a good belly. <laughs> and and also like it's been a really easy pregnancy. Mm-hmm. It's been like no morning sickness, mm-hmm. no, you know, a little nausea, back pain, a little heartburn, but um. You know, it's been really easy. Mm. And so I feel pretty good. And like other days, obviously, I feel like shit. I'll lay in bed all day. Um, Were you able have you been able to do any pregnant shoots before you left or um, any pregnant work? No, because I'm like I said, I'm not really I'm not doing the modeling thing anymore. I'm doing like um, personal projects with people that I love and trust. And um, talk to the because that's really that's I think what you're getting into now is very interesting. Mm -hmm. And I want to also say that at one point, because I did get to listen to your music, you were doing music Mm -hmm. and you um, had opened up for, you know, big timers, mm-hmm. right? So you opened up for Badu at mm-hmm. one point, right? Yeah. Wu-Tang, you said. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, and you're very calm, but that's really yeah. big. Like, no, I'm 36 and I'm like, Erica <laughs> Badu, like, yeah. I want to get her on Mamish. Yeah. Um, you know, she's, that's like goddess right there. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's phenomenal. And then you walked away from that and you had a whole other career. So now you're developing your personal projects and you want to talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, and I haven't walked away from music. I just, um, I've just, I like reinventing myself. Okay. Um, and now, I mean, I'm still doing music. I'm still like doing, um, like doing photos cause I love taking photos and, um, it's just not like centered in modeling. Okay. Um, you like and taking fo- photos like you being behind the lens or you both okay both yeah, okay. yeah both and um especially being pregnant because i think that narrative is so important mm-hmm. to like be sexy and pregnant because it's possible right um so many women across the world are doing it on a daily basis yeah. and i think um when you step into the maternity section of macy's like that narrative is fucked up yeah it's dead um, <laughs> so sexy died and Macy's in the maternity yeah. section. Um, comfort exists and that's cool. But like, you know, I um, 
I think it's important. But um, as far as projects, um, I really just I'm continuing my education. I want to like learn more and I I want to I want to help as many people as I can that like really need help. Okay. Um, and I think um, I think making like charitable work and giving back can be way cooler. Okay. I think it could be made way cooler. Okay. And I think it needs to be made way cooler. For it to be more successful or? That and just like for our own selves. Like we live in like the day and age where everything is like, oh, look what I have. Like, oh, I have this and you don't or like stuff like that. Mm. And and I get it. Like we all want to feel good, look good, like floss a little bit like that's cool. But like, what are you doing to help somebody else? Mm -hmm. You know, because there's so many people that don't have and I think if you could just like give a little bit of that to somebody else that like that would spark, it would just like be a domino effect. Okay. And I think that's super important. Where can we find you on, do you want to shout out any of your social handles or sure. for them to follow you and follow your moves and follow your belly? <laughs> sure. Um, my website is marzyjane, um, M-A-R-Z-Y, jane.com. Um, same with my, in, uh, my Instagram, my Tumblr and Twitter is Mars Lovejoy. And yeah, I'm looking forward to being a mom. Yay. <laughs> We're going to talk to her after she gives birth and mm -hmm. see, and see how you're feeling. I won't, I won't even dial your number the first month. <laughs> I think everybody needs to leave moms alone once they word. first have their kids. A word. You're you're probably yeah, about yeah. that. <laughs> Congratulations to you. I love to have you here. And thank you. thank you for coming out. And I hope I wish you all of the best. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, guys. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> mom, 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 mom.